<coughs> Welcome to the show, we're so glad you're here, now let's have some fun, yeah. You're telling me brunch is, br- brunch isn't, you're telling me brunch is real? I don't brunch, believe that. Brunch is a real thing. I don't think brunch is a real thing. Linner, that's questionable. Yeah, it will be Lunner. Lunner. Lunner, lunch, dinner. Lunner. Yeah, Lunner doesn't make sense. That's just dinner with an L in front of it. That doesn't really work. Brunch, breakfast, so you'd have to yeah, do brunch, Lunner. Lunch. Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, ta- yeah I guess it's Lunner. Yeah. Well, this has yeah. been a riveting conversation. What about Dinfast? Dinfast? <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like uh, sounds like a uh, weight loss formula. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, no. They call that. Was it Taco Bell calls it fourth meal? Sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Fourth <laughs> meal with a side. Uh, but what of... about second breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've blown an entire thirty minutes, thirty seconds on that already, it's it's a time for another episode of the Brian Whee! Trust. Woo! Episode fifty. What? Five zero. Yeah. Our podcast is fifty. This is the golden the golden episode. Is that yeah, fifty is the golden anniversary. Whatever they yeah, like, is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy golden anniversary! Woo! We did it. Have a shower. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So thank you all for tuning in today. Um, we are the Brian Trust. My name is Brian. My name is also Brian. It's true. And we are here today to talk about things and stuff. Stuff. Yes. Random, random episode, random hour of gobbledygook. And Why not? Frufra, Frufra, yeah, Frufra, Frufra, yeah. and flimflamery and and jocularity, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I was thinking about this, and somebody beat me to it. Apparently, um, do tell. I was like, what if it was like a, an island in in Massachusetts, shenanigansett? <laughs> um. And somebody literally has already beaten me to it. Oh. Uh, there's a website, uh, shenanigansett.com. I'm going to throw it in the show oh, notes because it's hilarious. Man. Don't you hate uh, that? When you think you have like this unique idea and you're like, wow, I'm so smart. I just thought of something really cool. And then somebody. The thing that happens when it. you develop teleportation, you get out in the world and you discover everybody else has already invented teleportation. Mm. Yeah. I thought but here's the story. It's just, like a, it's just like a mock Twitter account and oh. like a website basically to sell merch. And there's actually a t shirt that says Town of Shenanigansett, established 2012. Like, I want Darn one. it. I want one of those. And it's set around like Tomfooleryville. Oh, man. I definitely they, mean to get oh, something and, from there. And Rascal Town. It, it, yeah, they actually have. The, the page for the t-shirt, located off the Atlantic coast in picaresque New England, the town of Shenanigansett is home to many like-minded locals who enjoy the simple pleasures of friends, nature, and collective leisurely pursuits. That's great. That is, yeah. That's that's really cool. <laughs> well, um, I, 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 I almost want to buy that shirt. I hope they have that shirt in my side. I will totally buy that shirt. Cause that's man, I'm awesome. going to look at that thing. I uh, thought, uh, I saw, uh, speaking of unique ideas, uh, when we had cats, I used to hate doing the litter box. I used to hate cleaning out that litter box. Mm-hmm. And um, the scooper would always be, you know, so you have to sit there and you have to scoop and then you shift, you know, you have to sift, whatever, and then yeah. you dump. Right, okay. So then I was like, what if the scooper vibrated? So you don't have to do that. You just press a button and it, and all the, you know, all the all of the unused litter goes back into the bin into the box and then you discard whatever so I was like wow I'm gonna look this up I wonder if somebody did this oh somebody did this already 
right? It was they sold it on Amazon and stuff. I was like, oh man, <laughs> oh, I didn't wind up buying one just because that was my idea. <laughs> Not really, but uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate when you're like, oh wow, I wonder if, and then somebody else did it already. <laughs> this could be the million dollar idea. No. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's interesting. Are you still in shenanigans? I, I am this? still looking at shenanigans. <laughs> well, no, this guy came up with a... It's all built around this... Uh, it looks like a, a slide deck presentation that he built. <laughs> well, and it's not the idea. It's not an actual physical town. The idea is it's supposed to be... It's like an idea is, is, is kind of the right. thing. So they have, That's kind of cool. Yeah, so I'll throw that in the show notes as well. So it's 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 not long. It's like thirty. It's up on SlideShare. It's like thirty five slides uh-huh. or something. It's not neat. Do they have an amusement park? Uh, well, no. Remember, there's no physical space. Oh right. It's, oh right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. really interesting. Like, oh okay, that's uh, that's right. I like I like the idea of it. So I'm gonna read through that a little bit more later. But uh, yeah, the t shirt okay. the t shirt idea really intrigues me. I thought that was kind of funny. It's like. It's a cool city that also neighbors Tomfooleryville and Rascal Town. And I was like, don't call it Rascal Town, call it Rascal Flats. Uh-huh. Like without the two T's, so they can't see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what's going on, man? How's your week been? Um, not bad. It's been a little hectic. Um, one of my coworkers, as I said, had uh, moved to Atlanta. Right, and so they did that, and it's been basically kind of adjusting. She left mm-hmm. this week, and uh, one of our supervisors also left. Her last day was yesterday, so it's been kind of adjusting the workload mm-hmm. because between the four of us, basically our group, we had a group group of about four people, four or five people, and now it's down to three. So it's like, oh crap. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just trying to adjust the workload a little bit and figure out uh, who needs to do what and when. And then I'm on vacation next week. And one of the others, so it's basically one person handling everything for like three days. That's going to wow. be fun for her because that's my boss and she's not really thrilled with it, but it is what it is. Nope. It is what <laughs> it much. is. Um, uh, but, uh, the workplace. Yeah, so I think it's um, the good because I could use the vacation. Like a real vacation, not a not a staycation. Yeah, some of that BS. Right, exactly. But How, when was the last time you actually took a vacation and completely unplugged from work? I can't remember the last time that I've done that. It's, uh, it's, it's encouraged. Hard to say. Don't get me wrong; it's encouraged, but it's it's so difficult. Well, with my job, I mean, I because of HIPAA regulations, I can't really work from home, uh, or I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to. And I'm usually pretty good, right. but I mean, it doesn't mean I stop thinking about it. And that's part right. of the problem is you never really unplug from that stuff. Um, and then, as you know, on the side thing, as an actor and entertainer, like I never can shut that off because I'm always right. thinking about like, well, the wheels are well, all right, and, right. Especially right now when I'm trying to get to a point where I can make my living doing that as opposed to you know having yeah. having the corporate job. So right, yeah. I mean, so in my downtime, that's what I'm thinking of is is things like that and reading stuff to get ahead on that and focus and. Right. I want to say, well, Thanksgiving yes. was pretty close. This past Thanksgiving, like mm-hmm. in November, that wasn't bad because I went up to my brother's for three or four days and pretty much right. shut my shut my brain off for a few days. So I wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. much. And yeah, that was nice. Yeah, uh, but realistically, yeah. no, I don't know. I mean, even I mean, I've flown for funerals and end up having like 
job interviews on the phone while I'm traveling. <laughs> so, right. Isn't oh, that yeah, fun? it was a thrill and a half. But um, yeah, I've done that. It sucked. It was a great, really good job too, and I, I did not get it, but it would have been yeah. a really good job. Uh, 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 that's fair. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was for that reason, but you know, it's just you know, it's hard to yeah. do a good interview over the phone. It's always better in person, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, I've got some vacation coming up, and uh, I think it will be unplugging completely. One, I'm going to be uh, visiting. What visiting? I was saying I'm going to or right. a wedding mm-hmm. on the East Coast, and uh, I we're actually part of the wedding, so there's the, there's no the focus yeah. will be wedding. Like there's no there yeah. there will be no yeah. work. That's... You know. Uh, and then the following week. Uh, we're in the Midwest for a memorial service, and so that's di- that's time for family, and uh, we're we're not going to be looking yeah. at work, you know. During well, that and I mean, like I'm going to visit my parents as well because I haven't seen them in several years and in person, so it's nice to ca- uh, reconnect right. with them. And right. They're going okay. How, much, how big of a honeydew list are they going to have for me with, in terms of their computers? <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be too bad because I've mostly been helping my stepdad over the phone on the weekends and stuff. But I, I figured, like, well, okay, there's a few things to get because they got some new gear. Yeah. Uh, so they like they have a time capsule and some things like that. Ooh. So I, I want to help them kind of make sure everything's yeah. set up correctly, as, right. as efficiently for them as it can be. So right, right, uh, right, 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 and that kind of thing. So yeah, just little stuff, and I don't mind that at all. You know, it's worth it. Um, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're rooming, they're housing, and feeding me for four days. I mean, okay, right, that's, that's fair. I don't mind doing right. it. Right. You know, but then I, I think about, you know, I mean, obviously I'm taking my gear with me so we can record next weekend while I'm on the road and yay, um, that kind of thing. And, but I have other stuff to edit and I think, so I'm still going to be working because it's stuff I just don't have the energy to do when I'm here during the week right. when I'm working and stuff. Right. So, right, right, right. So I'll still end up doing that. I'll probably be, I'll probably be doing a lot of that on the, on the plane, <laughs> on the plane mm-hmm. flights there and back. I would sit there yeah. and just be like, yeah. if I can, if I can get the tray table down over my gut. You know, yeah. Um, you know, or if there's enough room to do that to put my laptop there so I can edit, you know, sure. or or I'll just end up on my I'll end up on, you know, taking notes on my iPad and mind mapping right. some there you, you go. know, career stuff. You know, there's a bunch Yay. of different things I could be doing that mm-hmm. instead of just reading or just completely unplugging from everything and just right. doing something fun. Right. You know, so well, and there's nothing worse than when you try and when you're sitting on a plane and you, and you pull your laptop out and you're like, I'm gonna get some work done. You kind of you know, crack your knuckles, you know, yeah. yeah. And then the dude in front of you reclines. Oh, oh yeah. come on! Well, <laughs> oh, come I, on! I, this. I I splurged and because I, I know my parents listen to the show, or at least my stepdad. I I actually I did actually splurge for first class <whistles> for this flight. It wasn't that much more and. I was like, you know, I, I haven't flown in years. I mean, it Look really you. has been you money bags. six or seven years to do it. And I'm like, you know what? Well, because I know what economy seats feel like to me. It's so they're like, smaller. You know it's they've gotten while. smaller. Yeah, I've flown. I've flown one flight first class. And that was I was going to Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. This was back in 2008. Yeah. And I, and I did, they offered the option when I was checking in to upgrade, and it was like a hundred bucks. I'm like, really. Yeah, you know what? How often am I going to get the chance to do this? <laughs> so, yeah, do it. But the the trade off, what was interesting, because there really wasn't at, on that particular plane, there really wasn't that much more legroom. Hmm. There was like a little bit, which was fine. And the seats were certainly wider, but yeah, they put nice so much padding in the seats that it didn't feel yeah. like there was a difference. Yeah, but it was comfy. In the width. Well, it was yeah. ish, but the back of the seat only comes up to like here. 
So it's like you put your head in a weird position, so you can't really lay back. But the service is fantastic. So oh my goodness! That we was actually, like they're like psychic flight attendants. Like they knew what I needed before they yes. like stuff. I'm like, ah, what? Yeah, yeah they come you. with like a basket of chips and things now I and Toblerones like, and whatever. Because on that flight there was a meal. When I flew, mm-hmm. they, we actually and it's dinner. real back, silverware back and real day, plates. Yeah, back in the day when yeah. they were still serving meals on planes, yeah. uh, um, they still do it in first class. Sometimes first it class you get on, a meal. It depends on the length of the flight. Oh, that's true. And yep, that was that correct. one. That one was actually a nonstop at the time to Chicago. So I I, right. I lucked out in that case. Like my flights now to to travel to my parents are not because it's it's basically a couple of shorter yeah. hops. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, so you get snacks or what? But I mean, yeah, it was a meal with real on plates with real silverware and real napkins. Yes, like the cloth yeah, like napkins. Cloth napkin and then dessert. Did they actually throw it out? Did they throw down a napkin on your table as like a tablecloth before they put your plate no, down? But that's okay. We got that. You know, that's okay. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. I, um, I was like, what but, is happening um, here? But no, I remember they brought like a cookie on a heated, like it was warm. On yes. A plate, and then they, like at the end of like a hot towel yes. at the end of the flight. Yes. Like, oh. A hot lemon towel. You're like, wow. Like, that's this amazing. Is amazing. <laughs> I was like, man, yeah. I really wish I could. Afford, I had to look around. I really wish I could afford <laughs> to fly first class all the time. I know. With the towel though, I had to look around to see what other people People yeah. were doing with it because I was like, "Do I wash? Do I wash my face with it?" And people were like, "They were putting it on their face, and then they wiped their yeah. hands, and then they were doing their neck." And I was like, "I, I look at it as <laughs> here's the other thing." Though, I realized I was like, "You know what? Though I don't know that I'd want to fly first class all the time because then you get used to that, and the right. novelty wears off. I think you want it as and an occasion, what? like it's that yes. first class. You treat first class as as the occasion." You know, when you're traveling, yes, it's like, okay. you. like I could, I was thinking about that on Tuesday. I'm like, it's going to use this way through security. Well, you know, I could wear sweatpants. I could do all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? No, I'll wear my jeans like I normally do. Um, and hope when yeah. I have to take my belt off through security, they'll actually, you know, my pants will stay up. But, oh, that's well, they've the been bitten baggy because I've been losing weight. So, yes. Um, so, yep. but, and I haven't, bought, I a, I haven't bought a smaller waist size yet. I think I have a pair of the, mm-hmm. the smaller size floating around here somewhere. I need to find them, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I have to I have to hike them up. Otherwise, I mean, my belt's at like the last notch. I know. I'm in the same boat, man. I'm at the point where I'm starting to think about getting a different belt, yeah. man. Getting new pants. No, I just I'm gonna, I've been I'm doing the uh, some holes in the in the current belt because it's a good belt. I uh, it's a good not? belt. So you know, just yeah, going a little longer maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You got a good belt there. Yeah. Well, you got to get the uh, ones that are all one solid piece. You can't get the stitched leather. You got to get the solid leather. Because those are the ones that last. So yes, yeah. right. I've had the stitch right. leather ones, and they never last long enough. So, what have you been doing to lose weight? If you if you don't mind me, um, no, diet and exercise. You know, walking more. Mostly just well, I started tracking my food, so I you know I'm being very mm-hmm. careful. I've kind of plateaued like the last uh, four to six weeks because my back, I kind of got mm-hmm. delayed in in. Uh, exercising because I was walking pretty regularly at the time, you know, and it got hot out and things like that. So I, and yeah, things sort right. of slow. So I, yeah, I kind of plateaued, but it's not bad. I right, put a little right. weight back on, but then I went to LA and I was there because I walked so much in LA over the way. I lost like five pounds that week because I ate almost yeah. nothing when I was there yeah. just because I was so busy. And when I'm engaged in yeah. stuff, I don't think about it. So I forget to eat right. that regular. I, I, right. I never eat anywhere as much as I do. And I still got all the calories in, but it was, yeah, but I was eating some really, really good stuff. Like I said last week, we were talking mm-hmm. about this last week. Yeah, like like a quinoa burger. That's like made yeah. of quinoa. Like the it doesn't hold like structural integrity is is crap, so it falls apart. But that's okay. Right. 
Like I didn't mind that. Right. It was really good. And I'm like, yeah, I want to figure out you. how to make one myself. You know, I'm like make them at yeah. home so I can so I have yeah, those more yeah. often. And I had a yeah. falafel burger, and that was okay. It was a little spicy for me, but yeah, it was right. that. That one also yeah. didn't hold up very. That's a, that's the the trade off is you get the hell, but it doesn't really. There's no good binding agent. Yeah, whatever. Throw it on a stuff, plate, so. cut it up. That's what yeah. I do. Well, no, that's the thing. Crumble it up and serve it with mac and cheese, or you know, or put it in a salad, whatever. Yeah. 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 Pretty much, or with rice or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the intermittent fasting. Yes, we you, talked we, about this. We did talk about that last week, and and yeah. several other times. Uh, and up, yeah. yeah, and it really, um, it's good. It's really mm-hmm. good. You know, you basically get all of your calories and your all your meals in an eight-hour period, yeah. and you give your body sixteen hours to rest and digest well, and detox. I and found what worked for me, and that's the thing with all the walking and stuff. Was it was usually like a light breakfast and a light lunch, but then a, a bigger dinner was typically how it ended up diet-wise during the day. Right. And most times during yeah. – during, and I do some of that. It's, it's usually like a light breakfast. I'll have a couple of pieces of toast for breakfast right. or something. And then lunch is pretty much the same thing every day. Yeah. Uh, and then dinner is usually the same thing every day. But it's a, I've been trying to adjust and I've been trying to think of ways I can reduce the carb intake. It was not lunch is a sandwich. Yeah. Dinner is usually something yeah. that ends up being more carb, more bread – than, than yeah, anything right. else, you know, and um, yeah. I've been thinking about trying to cut back on that a little bit, not eliminate it completely, right. but you know, just reduce it to a manageable right. level. You know, lunch, yeah. lunch is a sandwich and chips, and that's I got to keep that because I need go. the routine at work, otherwise I'll go crazy. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I tell you what, giving up the sugar and caffeine uh, for me was tough yeah. at first. Yeah. I think I was highly addicted to sugar because I tell you what, for the first week. Wow, I had headaches like you wouldn't believe. I think I was coming. I mean, I, I think I was addicted to both the caffeine and the sugar, and to give them both up at the same yeah. time. I've been, I've been Whoa. hesitant, I, and that's the thing I've been, and that was the other thing was I when I was in LA, I had very little sugar stuff that was added yeah. sugar. Like I wasn't eating candy, I wasn't eating. Basically, it was whatever I was having at my meals, and that was it. And yeah. that was good. So there wasn't a lot of in between snacking. And I think that's what right. really helped. And if I could, if I could figure a way to get out of that habit, it's hard because at work, like I have those routines set up now, so it's hard to break that. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like maybe some healthier stuff. I don't know. Substitute some some snacking that might work better. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I gave up all fruits, anything glucose, fructose, yeah. sucrose, you know, whatever. All the oses. Got rid of all that stuff. Yeah. And. um yeah, and the only thing I drink is water now. And uh, i tell you what, um, I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. Uh, couple that with walking, you know, a little bit during the day, get some sun on yeah. you. Uh, that helps with sleeping. So, feeling pretty yes. good. Unlike there, though, you spend too much time in the sun here, it will literally melt your skin off. So Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, eh, oh, no. Um, yeah, yeah, you go outside. It's like, it's Ark of the Covenant Wednesday. Be careful, folks. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, don't look at it, yeah, Miriam. It's just, <laughs> oh man! Uh, Shut your eyes, Miriam. Don't look at the light. <laughs> um, oh, I was gonna say, yes. yeah, I, I did. So, um, so last Sunday, I, I finally I went and saw Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, yeah. like we had talked about last week. Um, so I did go see it. It was good. Visually amazing. I'm Visually, sure. it's amazing. Plot wise, eh, you know, I mm. I think the. I think the Fifth Element is actually the better film in that same style, right? Um, because the acting was more engaging. I don't yes. want to say it was bad. I think it was definitely more engaging, right? To me, the two leads just—I uh, 
I will say this though, Cara Delevingne, who plays Laureline, the the female lead, I have way more respect for her than I did going into the movie. So it was kind of all I was right. surprised. Well, that, well, and all I really knew of her was her role in Suicide Squad, where she was basically a walking plot device. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and so I feel bad in that sense, but mm. this was yeah, this was better I think for her. It was really surprisingly like, she was like. Valerian is like the protagonist of the story. She was definitely the hero uh, in the end. Like it wasn't that she was, I mean, they're partners and not like, she's not a sidekick necessarily. Oh, he does treat her like that a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, right. But she, there was a lot of time focused on her character. So uh, it, was, it was really well done. I thought she did really, very well. Yeah. So a lot of people just felt like they were kind of phoning it in yeah, a little bit, you know? Um, but yeah, like I said, visually it was amazing. I'm sitting there like, man, if the fifth element had been made with today's technology, Holy crap. Yeah. That would have been just balls of the wall incredible. Right. Um, I mean, it was good, already, it's already incredible enough on its own. So that's, Right. Right. So I do recommend seeing Valerian. If you get a chance, go see it in the theater before it leaves the theater. It's great on a big screen. Is it in 3D or IMAX? Or I believe like that, it is. You know? I, I believe it is in all of those formats. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's certainly some scenes that I think 3D would be like, wow, that might actually look kind of good in 3D. I didn't bother with it i just wanted to see sure. it. sure i generally don't um, bother with and, 3d, and 3D I, I don't recommend it most of the time there's rare exceptions no. I, the martian was good with 3d because it was all ambient like it wasn't really right. like in your face you know things flying at you on purpose right the shenanigans uh, of 3d yeah. and i saw like i saw rogue one in 3d and that was just ugh, yeah. that just did not work for me uh, um so yeah no i think it's by the way yeah uh, by the way yeah uh, we're a couple months away from I know, still three, three, four, still four months away, but yeah, that's, uh, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for them to see if they drop one more trailer. Uh, and that I will know, be it. Like I've, I've stopped reading stories. Like I see people posting, like they, they released new set picks and like, I'm not looking at them. Yeah. Don't, I, I, I there's a lot of people more trailer like that. And I'm just going to go into the movie because I did that with the force awakens and boy, did that pay off. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just like I stay, I want to and I did it with Rogue One and that helped you know so I, I'm yeah. trying to really yep. limit what I see because I don't want to I don't want to yep. go in with with preconce- pre- too many preconceptions of things right. so and I and I hate when that happens when you get something gets spoiled and don't judge I'm going to tell you some things don't judge okay so I was watching two shows I was watching The Bachelorette okay don't ask me why and I was uh, watching World of Dance Okay. I, I like a good I don't know. The dancing was pretty was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh I'm not gonna judge you, the... but you just sit there and be wrong in your wrongness. I don't <laughs> I will. Uh in my I can own totally defense, judge you because you hate the last I will be I will too, be defending so myself today. That's <laughs> <laughs> I got sucked okay, the bachelorette, I'm gonna tell you this. It's like watching a train wreck. It just yeah. I got sucked into it and I just wanted to see how the whole thing was going to wrap up, right? Um, anyway, uh, I, ha- I I committed to watching every show. Every show was like two hours long. The finale was three hours. Oh, God. But the uh, right before I got to watch the finale, in my YouTube feed were all the late shows like announcing the winners yeah, of both yeah. of these things. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about not looking on YouTube. And I saw something on Twitter this morning, an actor that I follow, um, he had posted on his Twitter feed. And he's like, and that's a series wrap for this character that he was playing on this show. 
I don't even I don't oh. even watch the show, but I was like, dude, spoilers. Yeah. Although although it's the day after I although it's the that. day after the show, so I respect most of the people who follow him have already seen it. So I was yeah. like, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, when, and most of the time, I don't really like. And that's the thing. Most of the time, I don't necessarily care about spoilers for the most part because for me, it's like hearing the end. Sometimes, sometimes it can ruin it. I, it like was with, ruined. If you watch M, any M Night Shyamalan movie, that it will pretty much ruin the movie M. because M. that's Shyamalan. all you're thinking about is how they get there. Right. But I always enjoy. Sometimes I enjoy knowing the ending in advance because then it, for me, it's like how do they build the story to actually get there. Mm-hmm. Like if you know, especially if it's a series you know well. When we talk about like the Force Awakens and right, um, the big the big death scene that happens in that movie mm-hmm. uh, for for those for for the three people living under a rock who haven't seen the Force Awakens yet that still want to, yeah. A, what's wrong with you? Go see it, yeah, come on, or go buy it and watch it yeah. and then come back. Yeah. But B, spoiler alert: Han Solo dies. <gasps> um, <laughs> But that's the thing. It was like I knew it was there. I like I already had, I, like I'd heard rumors. I never heard anything like totally confirmed about it. We didn't it. hear. It. That was, it was that was like, a surprise to me. Like if they do it, I'm sitting there like if they do it, it's gonna probably it's gonna be in the climax of the movie. But it's like where what what builds up to that? Right. How do they get to that point? And when you watch the movie, and we talked about this a little bit um, back in those episodes when we talked about the Force Awakens. Um, it was episode, I don't remember which one, but... Um, it was less than 50. One of the two or three episodes that we talked about The Force Awakens, that we spent the entire time talking about The Force Awakens. But um, we talked about the fact that like, if you, if you watch the progression of that character, you see the foreshadowing. Like, you can mm-hmm. tell it. They're like they're telegraphing it big time in the movie mm-hmm. after the fact. Like If you didn't know it was coming, it'd be like... <gasps> But when you go back and watch it, it's like, hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of well, makes sense. The way whenever they, they put it, two like characters kind of on a walkway over a big, whatever, with no safety rail, with no safety rails, and yeah. there's like nothing, there's nothing but air underneath you. Somebody's going over the edge, and you know, and here's the thing: it's true. Uh, to an extent, even with safety railings, you know, Vader just picked the Emperor up with one hand, yep, and, and threw him over and picked him up with While a hand lightning and a was coming and out of his fingers and stuff. Yeah, well, that dude was charged stump. up. They had a hand and a sparking stump, and he picked the Emperor up and threw yep. him over the ledge while he's getting killed with force lightning. I mean, right, you know. And the, but then on the flip side of that, you have you have Ben Kenobi in Episode Four, who's on that walkway with the um, dropping the tractor beam stuff. Yeah. With no safety railing there, which I gotta say, that is really bad craftsmanship. <laughs> like, where is OSHA? The whole Death Star was bad craftsmanship. Let's just I just put it. have, yeah. It's, well, you know, it does mean changing the. Let's get some estimates. Yeah, get some estimates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there is this one small exhaust port, and if they happen to fire a torpedo into it, the whole station will explode. Whoa, whoa. Sounds like a major design flaw there. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think we should fix it? Yeah, we should fix it. We should probably fix it, but uh, you know, it's gonna. We'll have to get the architect in here and redraw some plans, and you know, it's gonna rebuild the. Uh, we'll get some estimates. Yeah, get some estimates. That's a good one. Um, they had fun making that the, that yeah, series. Uh, yeah, well, at least the first one. I think what happened was they they had the first one, and then they were like, okay, we'll do the second one, and they didn't want to do the third one. Yeah. And then that's what because even say that in the opening crawl for their for the return of the Jedi spoof, yeah. like he even says in there, it's like we won't let you go make your movie if you don't do this for us because <laughs> basically, <laughs> well, that's how he got the right to do Ted. Basically, was they let oh, he had, he did yeah. that for he did that for Fox. Then yeah, Fox yeah. let him go make Ted. 
I, I would think, love... I think it was either Ted or A Million Ways to Die in the West, and I'm hoping it was Ted because A Million Ways to Die in the West was was not great. No, that it wasn't. Ter- it actually wasn't terrible, but it just was mm. not. It didn't really mm. land. Like it should uh, probably. The, his new thing coming out, the new series, the Orville. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that looks amazing. I'm so that excited. looks hilarious. I, I I I'm trying not to get too hyped for it. I I very right. intri- I'm very interested in seeing it. Me too. I, I like love the trailer so far. I like the trailer so uh-huh. far. Yeah. But that's the thing is trailers are not the show. No. Nope. And it, trailers all, and are the not question the show. is is all that coming from the pilot because the pilot is not the show either. No, it's not. A lot of times you go into a show, and that's the thing. Like writers, they have the shows. They they start doing the episodes, but it takes like three or four episodes to you sometimes to you figure out what the show actually is. Right, and that's and why sometimes you get those it things gets dropped you... all together because it's so terrible. Well, like Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, well, now, that was the worst. That was that. That was a premise problem. Now, the like the premise itself was really weak anyway, and that was awful. And I think that. Because when you're trying to reimagine something, you know, like it's a reimagining. No, no, no this is why, no, you know, I read this no. week as well. Um, Seth Meyers and his production company, they're doing, they've gotten green light from NBC to do another reboot, try another reboot of the Munsters. Oh. And if you saw the pilot that Brian Fuller did, and Brian Fuller is creatively, he's amazing. He's the guy who did Pushing Daisies and Wonderful, like these very fantastical shows. But if you watch yeah. Mockingbird Lane, which is the pilot that he did, it is awful. I mean, it's just terrible because he's trying to reimagine that yeah. idea of the monsters a little no. bit. And like, we're all monsters. And like, no, that's no. not the point. I mean, that's the point of the monsters, no, but no, it's not no, that no, subtle. No. You know? Right. The whole idea is it was meant to be a broad comedy about the, about the idea that it doesn't matter what you look like. It's that, you know? Yeah. So I just, I, it doesn't matter if you have a pet dragon living under the stairs. Yeah. I mean, it really was one of those things where I, like I watched it and Jerry O'Connor and like the actors weren't horrible, but it was just, it was just a bad idea. All these remakes and reimagined things. It just, well, that's why I was like, I was like, I read that and went, no, you tried it once. It's not. No. Now I will say this. I'll hold off until I actually see something from them if it actually goes forward. Mm. Um, because Seth Meyers is very funny. He was a head writer on mm-hmm. SNL for many years, so and and his late night show is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and go, okay, this is a guy that at least knows comedy, and that's yeah. the key. That's really the key more than you know yeah. trying to get at the heart of the monster or whatever they were trying to do with whatever whatever Brian no, Fuller was trying no, to do with that. No. And Brian Fuller was also largely responsible for Voyager. And visually, mm-hmm. he's great. I think he's a very good mm-hmm. visual. And, and Wonder Falls is still one of my favorite did-not-live-long-enough mm-hmm. shows. Because um, that got canceled mm-hmm. after 13 episodes. Also on Fox. You know, just, but yeah, not a sponsor of this true. podcast. What, Fox? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fox, no, not a sponsor of this podcast. And by the way, we are looking for sponsorship. That is That'd true. Nice. So if you're interested... Give us a call. We'll give you the details yeah. at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Just call. Drop us an email. Well, don't call us. Fancy new, fan, the fancy drop us an email, email or a tweet. Um, so, you know, I think it's... Yeah, doing remakes is always tricky. But it can work. In the right, House of Cards is a remake. Is it? What's it a remake of? Uh, British series. Oh. Uh, mini, British miniseries of the same name. Oh. It just translated it from Parliament to Congress. Oh, I did not know that. When I heard that, when that's the thing, I'd already seen the original. When I heard they were doing this, I was like, I was intrigued because I'm sitting there going, how do they translate? 
Well, because the main character of is Francis Urquhart in in the British version, ah. and he um, he's the he's the the party whip in Parliament, right? But because all of the members of the cabinet come from members of Parliament, typically, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like, how does that translate into the American political system? Because our system is very different, right? Like we're not a parliamentary democracy, so I was like, how do right. they how do they deal with that? And so, but they did it very well. Like the, mm-hmm. the adaptation was, I mean, they changed the character names and stuff and that's fine. Yep. Um, I think the, um, but the original is really good because the guy they got to, um, the gentleman they have playing Francis Urquhart, the main character is super evil. Uh, it's, and he does a lot of, but that's where the gimmick of talking to the camera, because you're like his accomplice through the whole thing. And ah, right. there are some, some of what they do, uh, some of the things they do in the British miniseries kind of got actually got watered down for the American version. Is that right? Yeah. Now but is the British still, series is it still going? Is it still going? No, no. It was a, it was a miniseries. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, basically, like essentially like three. It was like three episode sort of there there. It was three sets of miniseries, so it was I like see. a total of twelve episodes, like three sets ah. of four. Um, there was House of Cards, out. which is the original one, and then there was, and at the end of that, he, be, you know, it shows his rise into being prime minister, and then how he holds on to power and deals with uh, deals with royal. It's it's a fictional Britain, so he's dealing with a king instead of a queen, and uh, and right. some of that. And I'll throw it in the show notes though, because it's still on Netflix. Yes. So I highly recommend it for everybody. It is it is really amazing. Yeah, um, watch that. That's good. It's uh, yeah, and it's it's a short, you know, because it's uh, the episodes are like an hour each and stuff. But he's yes, yeah, and this is and if you look at this guy and you think he's familiar, he may be because he's the great Poupon guy. Oh, the pug me. do you have any great Poupon? Yeah, that guy. So it's uh, but he's yeah, Ian Richardson is his name. He's not uh, yeah. he's not living anymore. Obviously, this was these were done back in the eighties. Hmm. Uh, oh wait, no, in the nineties, I think. Oh. Yeah, they're like the mid, early to mid nineties. Was when this nice. was going on. So it's um, yeah, it is actually a, really, and you kind of root for him in a way, like uh, differently from like Frank Underwood in the American version, where you're just kind of like watching and see what he gets away with. Like this case, you're almost kind of rooting for him in some sense. Like you can't help it. It's yeah, the weird sort yeah. of like I don't know the the third the third season the third series like the miniseries falls a little flat for me, uh, uh, story wise. But it wasn't it still wasn't bad. I think it was. Yeah. And I'm curious, and that's the thing. Like I've seen those, and so I keep watching the and the first season of House of Cards kind of parallels the first miniseries pretty well, yeah. In terms of his rise to power and stuff, so I I think it's mm-hmm. um, so I'm interested to see where they go in the Netflix. Obviously, they've gone way off off book because uh, yeah. it was based on a book originally. Like the the BBC miniseries was based off a series of books by this author in yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see where they go with the with the Netflix series now too, because it's gone way off the right way in a whole yeah. different direction, which is good, yeah. and it should it should be its own thing, kind of like the U.S. version of The Office, yes. considered by a lot of people to be superior to the British version. Mm, I disagree. Well, and that's the thing. I but there are other people. There are people who who agree with you as well, and I don't know. Right. I haven't seen enough of the British version to really make <sighs> you know to what? judge. So. Oh. And Brit- the British, I like British the I li- humor. I like the American. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like the British humor is is very different. Oh, I love it's, it. It's a I l- love much it. more subtle and understated. If it's done yes. right, like I haven't watched. Like I was here. Like you should watch the IT crowd. 
Yes. Or, you know, some of that. I haven't seen the IT crowd. Coupling. Oh, my well, gosh. I, Are you kidding? You know, everybody says that, and I'm just like, I don't uh, know. I'm not allowed. Okay, look, I'm not allowed to watch that in bed anymore because when I laugh and I try not to laugh out loud yeah. when my wife is sleeping, I jiggle the bed. And so, oh. you know, she'll go, what are you doing? You're not watching. No. No. You're not <laughs> watching that in this bed. Well, and, no. And, it's hilarious. And, 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 oh, my the God. Thing, there's so many and, good and lines in that show. And, and I look at it as, you have and that's to watch the thing, it. is you're coming from to. a biased perspective because it's your industry. You have to. No, you just sit there in your wrongness for not watching it. I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how I, I like it. it. I haven't gotten around to it. And I have plenty of other things. Okay, that I've, okay, like, right, right. Right. I've been watching uh, Amazon Video. I've been watching The Last Tycoon. Who cares? Which, put, well, put you know, but that's that my industry. So you <laughs> shut your mouth. Um Whatever. I same reason I would watch. Well, but but then again, on the flip side of that, it is in my industry. I couldn't get into Thirty Rock. I couldn't either. I don't think it's bad. I, mean, I don't think it's I, bad. I, I love Tina Fey. It's probably good, uh, but I just yeah, yeah I, I couldn't I, get I, into it. I could not get it. I can't. I well, cannot I think, engage it. I don't I know think, why. I think I was sore because uh, Aaron Sorkin's was Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. They both came out the same year. Oh. And Thirty Rock's the one that took off, whereas Studio Sixty, which got way more hype because mm. it was like his first post West Wing project mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that idea that it got way more hype and it didn't last through a mm-hmm. season which is unfortunate because it looked like it was really starting to get 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 a good head of steam behind it and yeah, i was like yeah. i think they wanted another immediate hit like the west wing and yeah. they just didn't get it yeah yeah british yeah, i love fickle. i love british humor i grew up yeah. on benny yeah. hill believe it or not no i believe it i, I was not allowed to watch benny hill but my grandmother and i see a little bit we would night, just yeah. we would just laugh and laugh and laugh and i used to watch it i never got a lot of the I, at the time, yeah. I was young, so I didn't really understand a lot of the humor. I get it now when I'm older, and so, but oh, I appreciated I it. it for what it was. And and then as I got older, uh, Monty Python, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Monty I Python. was I wasn't until I was in college when I discovered Red Dwarf. Oh yeah, and I found that, I saw that at, I saw that at a convention. I uh-huh. saw Black. I had seen Black Adder. Yeah, but I was at a I was at a convention uh, my freshman year oh, in God. college at a, at a sci-fi convention yeah. my freshman year in college, and I w- happened to be in the video room. And somebody threw on an episode of Red Dwarf, and specifically it was season five. Uh, I can't remember the episode title. It's the one where Rimmer gets the holo virus. So he's like chasing him down in a dress, and it's, it's really, it's hilarious. It, the whole series is really funny. Up through season seven-ish. Seven's kind of funny, but things started to leak because like, the guy yeah. who plays Rimmer, he left for a year. Right. Um, and then season eight was okay. And then season nine was like a three part was actually just a mini series, which really wasn't mm-hmm. that good. And then they moved, mm-hmm. they switched networks. So they've done season 10, 11, and I think they're doing 12. Yeah. They really should stop. I think <laughs> the, where they ended it with season eight was actually really good. Hmm. I was like, that's a really good ending. They should have yeah. left it there, but yeah. they kept going. Faulty, uh, faulty towers. Yeah. One. Faulty towers. That's another one that didn't last very long. I know, but it was so funny. And, but it's really good. Yeah. Every, yeah and, um, but I also like coupling, which is, everybody says it's like the British version of friends, but it actually predates friends. Mm. Um, and it was done by Stephen Moffat, mm. uh, pre doctor who obviously, but it's, it's right. actually incredibly hilarious. I didn't think yeah. I'd really get into it, but it's basically yeah. these two people start dating and it, it's almost like the Brady bunch. If, they're all like the same, like if the kids, instead of being in the same family, were just started dating mm-hmm. and then all their friends are around them and like how they interact and stuff. It, it's really right. weird, but it's, it's, it's actually really freaking funny. Right. Um, and I really enjoyed that for sure. You know, I, and technically, I haven't seen Spaced yet, but I hear that's also really, really good. 
Here, here's something. Yeah. Uh, technically, the Brady kids could date each other. They're not blood related. Yeah, but come on, it's. I know it's weird. Greg was busy boning his stepmom, you know. It's <laughs> right. Oh boy, uh. that whole thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> but um, no, I, I think it just. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird one. There's yeah. a book on it. Yeah. You can oh, read. Yeah. It's a, there's a tell-all book on it, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, but no, but just in general, yeah, they could, but why would you want Well, yeah, I but you know. look at, if you watch Game of Thrones at all, <laughs> Are you have, you have you been watching the current season? Or? No, no, oh, yeah. that's another one I couldn't oh, yeah. get into. Okay. I'm, it's fantastic, I'm sure yeah, it is. It is actually. I couldn't just, get into it. We watched the first episode, I was like, yeah, well, the I don't pi- know if I'd enjoy this. Sure, that was reshot from what it was originally too. So it was because um, they actually did reshoot the pilot. They did some recasting and stuff, and then and then reshot mm. that first episode. It gets dark. Um, yeah, but it's actually starting to yeah. pick up a little bit. Everybody's sort of finally getting back together in terms of where they are geographically, because like the main characters, a lot of them have been split. Yeah on multiple locations and stuff, but it's starting to finally come back. They're starting to finally reunite. Yeah. And stuff. And these two, the two kind of central characters of the story have met up and like, you know, it's like the, the chemistry, their chemistry on screen is fantastic. Mm. And so it's like, are they going to end up together? What are you going to, and it's like, uh, given their actual relationship, which I won't spoil for anybody because you have to, it, it even has, it hasn't even been revealed in the books. Mm. It was revealed on the show, but it hasn't been revealed in the books yet. Yeah. But the, they don't necessarily know. Like they, they don't know their relationship to each other. Yeah. Either. So it's kind of like, oh, mm, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it could go that way, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know if it should, but I'm not, I, yeah, I can't judge. It's a fictional world. So, you know, relationships yeah. between people are different. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it was like that episode of Doctor Who this past season. They go back to like ancient Rome or they're in Scotland at the time and, and this thing happened there's Roman soldiers there and it, there's a, a monster and things that they're fighting but Bill who is the current companion of the doctor at the time she's sitting there talking to these Roman soldiers who rescue her from the monster and they're talking about it and she like one of the soldiers is kind of into her and she is a lesbian huh. well, I mean they don't hide it on the show either like she's in a relationship at the time like she's dating people at the, the start of the series that kind of thing and it's hilarious because she talks to them about like well, look, I don't date guys. You know, I just I'm not into guys. And he's like, "Well, that's that's very uh, interesting. That's very traditional of you to stick with one with one gender." Mm. <laughs> so, so for that, because Roman's like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll sleep with whatever." <laughs> it's kind wow. of that, right. that idea that they were way more open in ancient Roman times about that because it's just se- like sex is just a thing. Like it's not it's right. the emotional connection of it. And so, and I thought that was kind of a nice moment to be like, "Yeah, all right," you know. Then you yeah. got, you know, Captain Jack Harkness, who's like a pansexual, He'll sleep with anything with a pulse, but Wow. Seems like. <laughs> um Well you watch him on the show, he's like flirting with everybody, like, hi. And like, no, no. Yeah. Well, there hey. Was, there was that yeah, there was an episode of Doctor Who with with David Tennant where like all the past companions end up getting together in this one incident on Earth. And and he's with traveling with Donna that season, who's like this redhead. They're basically like Friends, it's like a, a whole buddy, like a road movie, like a Hope and Crosby road movie. Um, but they see uh, Jack, and Jack has formed Torchwood at that point, which is like the spinoff show. And they get on the screen, yeah. and and he he's looking, like, this is Donna, Donna, Jack, and he's like, hi. And he just turns on, and he's like, don't, just don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's immediately like, ooh. 
yeah. so I thought that was very, you know, plays that up, and it's very funny. And John Barrowman, of course, is a terrific actor, so it was um, hilarious. Mm. It sold it really well. Um, so I don't know. I think, um, you know, we we... It's funny to me like, when we watch TV and we watch films and, and like we freak out about these relationships and things. And it's like, it's fiction, folks. They're fictional relationships. They're fictional people. Right. It's not. Right. I mean, it's cool that you connect to it because I certainly do. And right. But that's I've, the I've teared up and I've teared up and cried when people die, you know, it's, or, you know, bad, you know, things happen and there's a goodbye or something. You know, you, you get emotional. And that's the point is to, to move you. Mm hmm. In a way, even if you're enraged by it, I mean, that's, I guess that's emotion. You know, that's the yeah. that's the key operative syllable in emotion is motion. You know? it's motion. Like you're being moved. Emo. Yeah, you're being moved, and so I mean, that's. So I think that that's if, if they're doing that, regardless of what your reaction is, then they're doing their job. I guess so. Yeah. I now, if I if I could stop, if I could actually connect to people in real life better than the people the characters i see on tv hmm. uh, you know they'd probably be better for probably be healthier for me but you know yeah so if you're a single woman in the <laughs> arizona area <laughs> <laughs> or la or who knows what's going to happen in a few months or la or yeah. even nashville we'll <laughs> yeah if you're within flying distance of <laughs> Well, I don't fly. Flying's expensive these days. You know, let's be fair. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's, yeah. I don't want let's to inconvenience be... anybody. Yeah. No, heaven, heaven forbid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I've been, and then the other time I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. Because hmm. um, I picked up, you know, it's actually good. At first, I was kind of, when I first played it last Thanksgiving, I was kind of like, because my brother has it on his PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, it's all right. I don't know if I see the attraction of it. It's like Minecraft without the 8-bit graphics oh, yeah. or the yeah you know, like or you know the helpfulness i don't know it's not not yeah. as kid friendly i think yeah. but when i started playing right. it now they've done some major updates since then but when i play it now it's like i realized i'm like you know what this is actually kind of a nice meditative oh yeah game. it's a great way to you know just take an hour you know you're gathering resources so you can fly your ship somewhere else and and the sh- and the game never ends because the goal is to get to the center of the galaxy at which point you end up warping to another galaxy and starting all over and doing the same thing. And there's 256 galaxies to get through. And it's a, I have not gotten anywhere near the center of the galaxy yet. I don't know how long it's going to take me. Wow. To do, but I don't care yeah. right now either. If I get bored, I'll stop playing it. But, you know, it's like, sure. it's it's nice to just fire it up. Like, I'll, I'll have something on TV. Or if I'm not working on something, when I get yeah. home, after I clear up email and do all the fun stuff after, you know, dinner. And I'll just be like, all right, let's fire that up and just play for a while. I don't even have to have yeah. the headphones on to listen to it. Like I can literally just, yeah. I don't need sound. Like I can just play it. That's nice. Yeah. You know, and I mean, not that it's bad. It's got a great ambient soundtrack. I mean, it's all computer generated as you go. So like every world's a little different mm-hmm. in the music and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So it's like, that's kind of cool too. Yeah. But you don't always necessarily yeah. need to listen to it all the time. So it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. So that's no. the thing. You just take it off. You can just do other stuff while you're sitting there. Like, yeah, I'm just running around. It's good to zone out every, um, Every day, I, I I would highly recommend it. I tried. Meditation is is amazing. Yeah. Speaking of meditation, yeah. Yeah. meditation is amazing. It's a, it's a good reset, you know. Um, I've been doing the transcendental yeah. meditation now for six months. I'm actually up to 180 consecutive days. Oh no no I'm sorry 190 excuse me nice I I did kind of I did kind of I did kind of slack it's off. good I, uh, it's really good it's a uh, you know what I uh, I do it twice a day and uh, it's a good way to start the day 
because you're starting out calm, it's a good way to kind of reset during the day mm-hmm. and kind of refresh. Uh, and it's great. And you take that those 20 minutes or whatever and you yeah. basically you don't think about anything. You know, you're just you're just quiet yeah. and still and your brain is quiet. It's nice. It's nice. Well, I'll get that. Helps you sleep point, too. Maybe. It's 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 a good tool too if you can't sleep. Um, I found myself uh, waking up with racing thoughts sometimes because you know stuff in life or work yeah. or whatever. Lately, I've been and, I've um, been struggling with that a little bit lately, just because of all the changes at work right now. And it's yeah, okay. well, when I when that happens, you can quickly. I mean, you could very easily just start breathing and going into your you know go into meditation, and before you know it, your brain is quiet again, and you and you pass out. Yeah. And if I don't, you know, if I can, if I get through twenty minutes or so and I'm meditating and I'm not, I'm not uh, sleeping, I get up and do something else. Get up, walk around, go get some water, yeah. you know, whatever. Get out of the bedroom, and then when I find myself kind of getting sleepy again, then I go back and try it again. And then I usually fall back asleep. Hmm. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meditation is amazing. Can I tell you a funny story that happened at work? Sure. All right. So, um, have you ever caused a commotion? At work, like you were the center of a commotion. You ever been like in the spotlight? We're like, oh man, and then all of a sudden the whole office is talking about you. <laughs> Not that I can think of. No. Yeah, I can't think of any time either, except for earlier this week. First time, oh, first what time, did you do? first time in eighteen years at this company. It's the first time that I have been the center of a commotion. So. Uh, my wife and I have been saving money and we've been doing really well. And so instead of spending all this money going out to eat with lunches and whatnot, we decided that we were going to be making lunches at home. Wow. You work. And it's been great. The food has been amazing. <laughs> the food has been amazing. Uh, I'm nice and full. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. Uh, on Monday of all days, I brought in, um, I brought in, some turkey. I had some lettuce, tomato, some mayonnaise, chips. Um, I brought my vitamins along. I had some avocado and okay. some bacon. Okay. And so lunchtime comes around. I go into the kitchen and I'm like, oh, I'm going to heat this bacon up. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to heat it up. So it was in a little plastic cup. Um, it's one of those soup cups where you can kind of open up the little vent and just put the cup in there and mm-hmm. reheat it, you know? Okay. So, uh, through the ba- and the bacon was, uh, there was a paper towel in there. So, when you reheat the bacon, the paper towel would soak up whatever grease right, came off there. Right. Whatever. Okay. Go in there, put the bacon in. Oh, God. 30 seconds. That's what I thought I put. 30 seconds. Uh-oh. Beep, beep. Right, microwave's going. I'm over here now. I'm cutting my tomato. I'm cutting my avocado. People are coming up. Oh, what have you got there? Oh, that looks like a fantastic lunch. Look at you. Yeah, I'm going to be making them. Of course, I'm talking over here. I'm not paying attention to what's going on in the microwave. Uh-oh. And, and all of a sudden, the, the wonderful bacon smell that was filling up the, the, uh, the kitchen oh. turned into this burnt plasticky smell it was awful and so of course when i realized what it what was happening i immediately stopped the microwave and opened it up and it was filled with smoke i mean it was smoke and i pulled the thing out and i i immediately put the bacon thing back into my lunch bag and zipped it up 
to prevent the smell from coming back out. And, um, well, by that time, it was too late. It had already made its way into the air conditioning system and had spread throughout the whole floor. Yeah. It, people, of course, were running in. What was? What's that smell? What's going on? Is something on fire? Right? No, everything's fine. Oh, I just burnt my I burnt my lunch. Oh, it's awful. And then, of course, people are like, "What's that smell?" Notes went out to the floor. At one point, facilities was called up because somebody thought that the elevator was on fire and, like, they they were going to call maintenance, you know. Oh, and I owned up to it. I'm not, one, hey, yeah, I'm not one of these people that burns fish in the microwave and then goes into hiding, yeah. right? I'm not one of those people. I was like, I'm sorry. That was my fault. I overcooked my lunch. It what is that smell, though? Oh, what is that? This is awful. Oh, right? Well, when I got home, I realized what that smell was. It wasn't just the bacon was burnt to hell, but the bacon grease had actually burnt the plastic that uh, it had melted the plastic of this cup. Yikes. And that's what the smell, the smell was the burnt plastic. It was burnt plastic and bacon. What a gross, god-awful smell. And, uh, of course, you know, people were coming up to me like, what did you do? How could you do that? You stunk up the whole floor. I hate this office. People actually went home early on Monday because they said it was too rancid. Yeah. They couldn't stay in the office. Yeah. Uh, I felt so bad. Okay. So I said my sorries, and I was like, I won't do that again. Like, that, I'm not going to touch the microwave for a long time. I'm not doing that again. And I'm not one to burn stuff. Or do, I just was distracted, and I didn't realize that I had accidentally hit three minutes instead of 30 seconds. So that happened. The next day, all was forgotten because somebody else burnt the crap out of their coffee. Ah. And it stunk. It stank. And, of course, then people were like, was that you again? No. Wasn't me again. I wasn't even in the kitchen today. I got some water. That was about it. But I didn't. But that's it. I didn't touch anything in the kitchen. No, I don't even drink coffee. So that happened. Yeah. But uh, that's the first time in a long time that I've actually been the center of attention at work. I'm not. Uh, the spotlight that's usually on me is like, oh, you fixed it. Yay! Let's go have a parade. <laughs> but. Uh, but it wasn't, it was uh, I'm not usually, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's like, yay, on to the next thing. Uh, I'm usually not the center of a negative thing like that. So that was a little uncomfortable for me. But you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm a human being. I made a mistake. And you know what? It's not a mistake if you learn from it. Just remember that, kids. It's not a mistake if you learn from it. All right. And I learned, pay attention when you're microwaving bacon in a plastic cup in the microwave at work because that 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 wonderful bacon smell went south quickly rapidly <laughs> instantly <laughs> it was just so bad yes and it now so you bad. know and knowing is half the battle gi joe <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, that seems like a good place yep. to wrap up this weekend. Burning bacon. Why not? Why not? Burning bacon. Just be careful. Be careful when you. Yes. Yeah. Be careful when you're cooking food. And don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not related. I just mm-hmm. throw that in there. Uh, oh. Seemed appropriate at the time. 
Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another lovely hour of the Brian Trust. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sticking Next with week, us. we'll be back with more goodness. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can um, check out the show at our website. It's briantrustpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show there uh, through your RSS feed or via iTunes. Um, if you do subscribe by iTunes, please feel free to rate and review the show. Um, be honest, but be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, not everything's necessarily a one or a five. Nope. Uh, and that's fine. Um, if there are things you think we can improve, you should let us know. Mm. And the best way to do that, of course, is, um, well, we have several ways to do that. First off, and, and the newest, our newfangled email address. How about that? One of these things, this electronic mail. I don't know. I guess you send things through the electronics and the Dear ABC. And send the mailing that way. I don't know. I couldn't get my uh, I couldn't get the CD slot to accept my envelope. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm get, sure it'll be something like that. How's it doing eventually. that? Who's in there? Um, yeah, the door. The door won't take my postcard. <laughs> uh, that's an SD slot. I thought that was for special delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that thing was a cup holder. You can uh, you can get in touch with us via email at briantrustpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also visit us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thebriantrust. Uh, you can um, catch our episodes there as well. You can comment on the shows and we take feedback for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally do some midweek chats and things where we you know come up with topics and things. You never know. Could happen. Uh, could happen. You could also find us on Twitter at the Brian Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, individually, we're both also on Twitter. Uh, I am at Actor Geek. I am at B Selkie. Yeah. For all your you baking for a while, tip. didn't you? How'd you get? You got that one lucked out early, huh? I did. <laughs> yeah. I got all kinds of baking cooking tips. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you cook your bacon, make sure to smear yourself with the hot grease for an exfoliating blend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It brings out everything, melts all those things away. Yes, all that. You don't need all that. You don't need 15 layers of skin. Come nah, on. Just one or two. <laughs> Think of your ancestors. <laughs> all right. Well, from Brian and myself, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Brian Trust. And mm-hmm. until next week. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Take it to the thing and make it happy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>